Welcome back to the podcast. This is Realign. If you haven't been here before, I'm Gabriella. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about triggers and um, really how we kind of have to start becoming a little bit responsible and aware for our triggers because we kind of have the ability to change things. <laughs> Shocking. Um, so let's talk a little bit about triggers first because I feel like triggers is one of those words at the moment that is getting widely used. Um, but I also feel it has a lot of negative connotations, right? So it you kind of think on a bigger scale of things. So, you know, if you've been in an abusive home, you think of like maybe those kind of triggers. And whilst absolutely those are triggers and they are valid triggers, I'm talking a little bit more about the everyday things that we kind of chalk up to being someone else's fault and we don't really recognize them as a trigger. Those are the ones I want to talk about today. So let me explain that a little bit. Yeah, you have those conversations, right, where you are talking to someone and they say something and your whole body has this reaction of like, oh, no, I don't like that that thing, that sentence. I wildly disagree with you there. Um, and it's it's this weird tone. It's very different to when you have an intuitive disagreement it comes from a different space and a different energy. So I could have things where um, I will be having a conversation and I will feel a slight energy change. And then I kind of go into a bit of a shutdown mode because the energy change for me is a trigger. Um, It's a trigger that leads back way, way further. But the problem is if you don't learn to become aware of your little things like that and where they're coming from, you can't actually really then move through them to a point where you can no longer um, hold on to them because we don't need these triggers. They're old stories, they're old narratives, and we need to start learning to release stuff and also accept responsibility for our behavior on things too, because we can't constantly go around blaming everyone else for our problems as as glorious as that would be to never take any self-responsibility um, in a very sort of selfish sense. Um, it's never going to help you grow. You're never going to learn from it. And if you want to keep being the best version of yourself and you want to really step into yourself in a way that elevates your energy and the vibration and everyone around you, you kind of have to start looking at things like this. <laughs> so the thing that I need to say here is every time something comes up, um, anytime you want to, a great example is the internet. <laughs> anytime you're there, fingers on keys or on your phone and you're like, I'm going to respond to this because not having this. <laughs> Take a moment to really think about why that has caused, caused that response. Why has it caused you to feel the need to shout this opinion, (laughs) express this opinion? And I'm not saying never share your opinion and anything like that, because we we do have to do that. But there are balances to be had and there are realizations to be had as well. So sometimes, actually, the reason you're wanting to respond is either from a, a fear of being misunderstood or maybe you feel you have to be right, or it could be a case of oh, disconnection and feeling like if you participate in the communication, whether that's a positive or negative one, um, that maybe that will somehow 
sell something, fix something, express something. Maybe you have a strong sense of justice and you don't like people being treated a certain way and you feel the need to then join in. Now, whilst overall, like those don't sound like bad things, if they are a continual thing that create stress or anxiety or some kind of reaction from you, you need to start looking and taking a moment and realizing that not everything requires a response. Not everything in life requires you to have your say in it. Um, Not so much because you don't have a valid opinion or anything like that, but more so because is it worth your time? Is it worth your energy? Is it going to change the situation? Is it going to, you know, educate, inspire, again, lift the energy up? Or is it just going to be feeding into this lower vibrational energy? That's something you then have to start asking yourself. So there could be times when we show up authentically and someone else gets triggered. And we have to learn that that's not our responsibility because what often happens (laughs) is, I don't know, we say something, it triggers someone else, their response triggers us, then we get triggered and then it becomes this really, really irritating trigger cycle of unnecessarily, unnecessary, unaligned responses to each other where you then actually leave the situation feeling really heavy, really worn out and exhausted and just blah. And like, no one wants to leave a situation feeling like that. Whereas when you can learn what requires a response and what doesn't, you get to actually feel your energy up repetitively rather than constantly drain it very unnecessarily. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, if I'm feeling a little up and down in regards to how my thoughts are coming out today, um, I can feel I'm having one of those days where Uh, I'm a little scattered. Um, But I want to show up and I want to be here for you guys. And unfortunately, being scattered occasionally is just a part of who I am um, and a part of my neurodivergence. That is a topic for another day. Um, But yes, so sometimes a scattered brain is just going to kind of be part of the journey. So hopefully you will all still be here and love me for it and gain things from the podcast because that is why I'm here at the end of the day is to be of service to share things um, to either make you feel better or not alone, depending on what the topic is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at, and uh, I just wanted to jump in there with that because I could I could feel how uh, how I was talking today. Okay, so I'm just going to explain this uh, the whole trigger thing a little bit more, right? So as an example, I had a situation where I had had um, some really gorgeous people had been messaging, reaching out about how excited they were about some workshops and courses um, and had given me details to just send them one email, not join the mailing list, one email about this uh, topic, this workshop. And so I did, I did so. And um, I got a very blunt response from someone about like, remove me from your list and all of this. Um, that actually really upset me because of the tone of the energy change compared to the communications we'd had previous and the communication that was being presented in this email. Um, and I'm a bit of a sensitive flower on occasions and that's okay. Um, but also it was the energy change for me, right? We've already kind of established energy changes for me or a little bit of a trigger and it's something that I work on. Um, And I stayed very, very polite and kind to this person because, you know, I thought maybe they'd forgotten, 
or you know anything like that so I just responded that it was regarding a course that they had been interested in and they're not on the mailing list and like kindest regards um you know take care and uh, again I got a super short blunt reply back of just like thanks I'm no longer interested which to me just brings up this massive TikTok meme so if any of you are on TikTok you will know the guy that sings internet drama and and his whole thing just popped into my head about the please leave me alone we're sleeping if you don't do TikTok that's fine too by the way I kind of go go through phases but actually I found it super beneficial as a way to connect with my audience and you know share some card pulls and some energy updates and things like that so um but yeah that's what that reminded me of um but for the rest of the evening I was triggered by the triggered response okay so I had to then sit there and try and sit with my energy sit with myself and understand why it made me feel this way because nine times out of ten now um having done a lot of self-work on myself, when it comes to responses like that, I don't, they don't tend to really get to me as much anymore. Um, I've kind of learned that people are just people and, and replies like that will happen. And it's really not personal. It's not about you. And if you're business people, they respond like that. They, they're not your ideal client and they're not someone that's going to be the kind of people you're wanting to work with and that's okay because they'll find someone else that they're going to work really well with and that's awesome and that's how the world works. Um, So I had to sit with myself and and sit there and go, right, okay, so what about this situation has made me feel X, Y, Z? And I got to kind of pull that apart and it's really important that you take time to do that in situations. Now I'm not always saying that something's going to trigger you and you're going to be able to just pause instantaneously and be like, right, let me sit and connect. Sometimes we're going to be reactive, we're going to respond. But what I am saying is after afterwards, take the moment, take some time, sit, connect to yourself, connect to your energy and start to understand where it comes from. Because when we get to understand where it comes from, it gets to not have power over us anymore and it gets to become a story that we get to release so that actually we can become way more at peace with ourselves and other people and not have reactive responses because actually nine times out of ten stuff really doesn't require our response and our um, our energy and the more we can learn that the more inner peace we actually find which is kind of beautiful and something I've definitely learned over I would say the past five years particularly have been quite um a prominent uh, understanding of that. Um, and I'm generally a lot more peaceful with people now. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of part of the process, right? So you have to really sit with yourself and go, right, okay, what, where has this come from? (laughs) Because it will never be as simple as they said this and it upset me, or they said this and it really made me angry or blah, blah, blah. Um, it is always, always deeper than that. So it could be a case like, for example, with this situation, as as the example I'm going to share with you, um, I had to sit there and go, okay, so what it kind of run down to was actually a few factors. One factor was that I was actually really run down that week. I was already pretty low on my energetic capacity. And when I'm low on my energetic capacity, I feel things 10 times deeper and I'm already someone that feels something about 110% of like the volume that normal people do um 
So I was already kind of running low on my capacity to deal with things. So that was a really quite a key factor. But when it comes to what triggered me about it, it's my need to be understood. Um, and this element of, I never want anyone to feel like anything I've done that's negatively impacted them in some way is deliberate because that's not who I am. So it kind of relinks back to that line, right, about being misunderstood, because all of my clients that really work with me regularly and know me well know that my intentions and my heart are so pure and that I am always there to just help and guide. I'm never there for any form of judgment. Like that's not, that's not my jam. That's not how I do things. I'm like the least, least judgmental about things because we're all human. Um, but yeah, so it really came down to me feeling and struggling with being misunderstood and being myself and being misunderstood is like a whole, that's like a doubled up package of things right there. Um, so I had to sit with that and realize that it's not my job to make people understand me. It's my job to be myself and work on myself and work on the things that trigger me, just as it is other people's jobs to work on the things that trigger them. There can be situations where um, maybe you do a certain job and you see more and more people starting to do that job and you feel threatened or you feel insecure and like, hey, that's actually normal and human. But the thing is to realize that where is that trigger coming from for starters and also realizing that we work better as a collective because there's enough people for everyone to work with and to learn from and to grow from because we all have different journeys, insights, lessons, ways of saying things that are going to connect with people in different ways, right? We all have different styles. If you're an artist, you're not going to paint the same as someone else. Like even if it maybe looks similar, your heart, your soul, your energy is different to theirs. And so it's going to create a different impact and a different feel for people. So it really comes down to us really learning to value, embrace and accept ourselves first. Um, and then we actually become a lot less affected by our environment and our triggers. So really take time to just take stock of the things that happen. Maybe you have a conversation with someone and they say something and it you can just feel that it's just made you feel some kind of way. <laughs> um, take a moment take a moment, allow yourself that grace of creating a space where you can listen to yourself, your mind, body, soul, and listen to what it's telling you. Um, is this from an old story that is a part of your life that has been a bit of a repetitive situation? Um, in regards to relationships, maybe there's um, a certain phrase that someone might say that might really just rub you up the wrong way and make you feel uncomfortable because of past situation where that sentence or phrase made you feel uncomfortable and now you've taken it on as a baseline to kind of go right well when this gets said it means that they are this type of person and so then it's like a safety mechanism to avoid someone so that we don't get hurt or you know xyz again but the thing is every single person is different and not all phrases are going to be meant in the same way. <laughs> um, I have a friend, for example, who uses, uh, like, we'll, we'll finish a sentence with like, oh, um, 
oh, my friend or something like that. And like, for all of you, that sounds like a super inoffensive thing, right? Um, And I know in my heart of hearts that, that they are not the person that I connect that sentence with. But for me, the person that ha- I have had in my life that uses that phrasing is very um, narcissistic and a little bit abusive. Um, So when I hear the phrase, my friend, my whole being is like protective mode and like, oh no, like this is, this is not a safe phrase and a safe zone. Um, But you have to then do the work because we can't keep carrying these things forward with us because we've learned what we needed to learn from it. You know, we've gained whatever we we gained from it, whether that was strength, resilience, and I'm not saying it's fun or anything like that, by the way, let me be super clear on that. Um, but we then have to realize that we can't take this forward and make everyone hold the same paintbrush, right? It doesn't, it's not going to work that way. People aren't here to color our lives in the same way. Um, so we can't assume that everyone's using the same pencil. Does that make sense? Or the same paintbrush? We've kind of got a blended analogy, but uh it's it's artistry. So, you know, you can use multiple things. We could have colored tissue paper if we wanted. <laughs> um, but you get the gist. Hopefully I haven't lost you too much with that random phrasing. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a really important factor that we take into account that actually at some point our triggers become our responsibility and it it becomes a really important factor of our healing and our growth that we we notice them, we work through them so that we can release them. Because actually most of the times, nine times out of 10, those triggers are not things that need to stay forward with us. They're not going to serve us, our friendships, our relationships, our um, our work sometimes aren't going to serve us uh, in the long run and moving forward. They're things that happened at a point in time, but it doesn't mean that's your continual story narrative unless you're going to keep staying with that trigger and and that emotional home and let it become a continual repetitive na- narrative. Does that make sense? I'm hoping this is understandable. Um, it's one of those things where I feel like I end up having so much to say around it that sometimes the sentencing can feel a little bit disjointed. But I really hope that this has at least given you a little bit of a food for thought and made you think about the fact that as as much as it would be simple to say that sentence made me angry full stop <laughs> normally it's that sentence made me angry because it made me feel xyz or brought up xyz it's never really as simple as the initial emotion that comes out because the thing about emotions is that they are whilst it's important to um allow feeling of your emotion emotions aren't truth emotions aren't fact um emotions can actually be extremely messy and confusing um whereas you know intuition and things like that are honest and truth So it's important to kind of realize that sometimes our emotions are going to be clouding um, the truth of a situation. And so it's our responsibility to understand our emotions and figure them out, heal, grow, um, and stop kind of placing blame everywhere about ourselves. Because we all have times where we're not going to be the best version of ourselves, where we might be a little bit toxic towards someone. Or we might 
come across a certain type of way about someone. And yeah, nine times out of 10, if we've come across a certain type of way, we're either triggered or we've really got to our limit and they haven't been working on their stuff, which is also a possibility. Um, In which case, you know, then we have to take responsibility of removing ourselves from that situation and walking away. I think that's a really clear thing to remember. But, you know, we do have to start learning to take responsibility for ourselves because only when we do that, we realize that actually we hold this incredible power to change our life, change our narratives, change our stories. And when we do that, we kind of become limitless in so many ways. And we get to release ourselves from this kind of burden, I guess, of other people. Um, we are responsible for ourselves, bottom line. And once you become the best version of of yourself, it has a ripple effect. When you're the best version of yourself, you feel more balanced, you feel more joyful, you feel more calm, you have healthier boundaries in which turn the people around you feel that from you. And then it encourages them because they want to feel more like that and be the best version of themselves, right? So, Everything you do for you creates a ripple. So start focusing on that. Start realizing that you have the ability to change that. And start realizing that everything is not about you. And everything also is not about other people. (laughs) Um, You know, it works both ways. So I hope this has given you some food for thought this week. And uh, I'm sending you so, so much love as always. You know where to find me on at Realign Podcasts on Instagram. And uh, I can't wait to just catch up with you all. I know you've been loving these podcasts. This one's a little bit longer again today. And um, we've got so much to cover, so many things to talk about. And I kind of can't wait to have all the conversations. Um, I can't believe we're on episode four and you guys have been downloading it so amazingly. So thank you for that. Keep doing that. And if you've enjoyed it, a little, a little star thingy would be awesome um but i'm sending you all so much love be kind to yourself during this process and uh, i will see you all on the next episode take care thanks guys bye